What in the name of the cold hells is this? Sunwolf held the scrap of unfolded paper between stubby fingers that were still slightly stained with blood. Starhawk, his tall, raw-boned second-in-command, glanced up from cleaning the grime of battle off the hilt of her sword and raised dark, level brows inquiringly. Outside, torchlight reddened the windy night. The camp was riotous with the noise of victory. The mercenaries of Rind and the troops of the city of Kedwar were uninhibitedly celebrating the final breaking of the siege of Melplith. What's it look like? she asked, reasonably. It looks like a poxy proposition. He handed it to her, the amber light of the oil lamp overhead falling over his body, naked to the waist and glittering with a light curly rug of gold hair. Starhawk had been fighting under his command for long enough to know that, if he had actually thought it nothing more than a proposition, he would have put it in the fire without a word. Sunwolf Commander of the Mercenaries, Camp of Kedwar, below the walls of Melplith, from Shira Galernus of Mandragen. Greetings. I will be coming to you in your tent tonight with a matter of interest to you. For my sake and that of my cause, please be alone and speak to no one of this. Shira. Woman's Handwriting. Starhawk commented, and ran her thumb consideringly along the gilt edge of the expensive paper. Sun Wolf looked at her sharply from beneath his curiously tufted brows. If she wasn't from Mandragen, I'd say it was the local madam trying to drum up business. Starhawk nodded in absent-minded agreement. Outside the tent, the noise scaled up into a crescendo. Boozy catcalls mixed with cries of encouragement and yells of, Kill him! Kill the bastard! Between the regular troops of the city of Kedwar and the city's outland militia levies, a lively hatred existed perhaps stronger than the feeling that either body of warriors had toward the hapless citizen-soldiers of the besieged town of Melplith. It was a conflict that the wolf and his mercenaries had stayed well clear of, the wolf because he made it his policy never to get involved in local politics, and his men because of a blood-chilling directive from their captain on the subject. The noises of drunken murder did not concern him. There wasn't a man in his troop who would have so much as stayed to watch. Mandragin, Starhawk said thoughtfully. Altiochus conquered that city last spring, didn't he? Sunwolf nodded and settled himself into a fantastic camp chair made of staghorn bound with gold, looted from some tribal king in the far northeast. Most of the big tent's furnishings had been plundered from somewhere or other, 
The peacock hangings that separated it into two rooms had once adorned the bedroom of a prince of the Kachin Desert. The cups of translucent jade-green lacquer and gold had belonged to a merchant on the Bight Coast. The graceful ebony table, its delicate inlays almost hidden under the bloody armor that had been dumped upon it, had once graced the wine-room of a gentlemanly noble of the Middle Kingdoms, before his precious vintages had been swilled by the invading armies of his enemies, and he himself had been dispatched beyond such concerns.